Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And man, we had quite a weekend. Yeah, I'm still injured. You're still injured. <laughs> hey, Loki, the one that I did injured me. What do you mean? What do you mean? So, this weekend we went to your place, right? Yeah. Uh, it was a surprise party for your sister. Mm-hmm. And you had the mechanical bull. Yes. The one ride I did on it, I feel like I pulled a muscle. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah, yeah. I know. Total like fucking old man moment. But I got home and like the next day I was like, I'm sore. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't have the mechanical bull blow out your back like it did to me. I mean, that's your fault. <laughs> Who was uh, who was operating it? Uh, our buddy, Mr. Bitches. Oh. Yeah, no, that was your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was a good time. It was it was fun. No, it was good. It was good. It was definitely good. I, I was definitely underdressed for the party. You were. Yeah, yeah, but I ain't putting on cowboy boots. Are you sure? I am very sure. <laughs> I mean, I never thought I would wear them... And I wore them. So there's always a first time, Tony. Not going to happen. Are you sure? I am very sure. Okay, I'm going to have a talk with Cyrus soon then. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't happening. <laughs> Other than that, how was your weekend, man? Uh, pretty good. We had family from Texas over. So this whole weekend has just been an eventful weekend with just straight family reunions constantly. Yeah. So they came Thursday, so from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, to Monday till now and everything. So we're just constantly having family over, um, and just to visit, just to see them and stuff. Or, I mean, there was a few nights where it was just quite our place because they went to go visit out certain family members as well. All right. Because again, some family can't be seen with the other family. Oh, one of those. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> That's just the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, benefit of me living in the middle of nowhere. Nobody comes out here to see me very often, so I get to avoid all the family drama. Hey. Yeah. So it's kind of like I go out there, and when I'm sick of everybody, I leave. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'll, I'll chalk that up to the positive sides. Nice. Yes, yes. Um. I'll touch a little bit on the negative later on because I do got a story later on. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but for now, Manny, let's roll into some headlines, man. All righty. So just a little quick announcement. I'm actually very excited for this because lots of lots of horror games pique my interest. Movie Horror movies do not pique my interest at all. Okay. Because it just doesn't seem like a horror movie anymore. Just... Whereas compared to the horror movies back in the day, they were actually really good. But yeah, a lot of it's pop scare now. Yeah, exactly. So to me, that's not horror, but people think it's horror just to get a jump scare. Yeah, which is bullshit. But uh, a lot of the games that they've been coming out for horror and stuff have just been like really, really intriguing. And I would say probably the one of the most, probably one of the uh, probably one of the uh, horror games that gave me the most chills. And just thinking about it, like everything would probably would probably have to be Dead Space. Dead. Okay, I can see that. Dead Space was good. Dead Space is an amazing game, but 
very terrifying to play sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I first played, I was like, what the fuck am I getting myself into? <laughs> and I had my uh, nephew with me and some cousins and stuff, and they were like, "Like, Manny, what the fuck are you playing? Like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> but uh, what I'm excited is actually, though, uh, we're having a remake for Dead Space. A remake? Like they're remastering the original? or? Uh, so remaster and remake are actually kind of different. I think we've had this discussion before. <laughs> I think because I asked the same question too. You kind of do. <laughs> but okay, let's go through it. They're remaking it. Mm-hmm. So new story plot. Uh, it looks like it because it kind of looks like they're on a planet. I'm not too sure. I have to. I mean, they didn't say much. Okay. They didn't say much. They just announced it or anything. They gave like a first look trailer so far, but it's just like you eerie music looking down at a, a bloody hallway and possibly one of the necromorphs or is it called a necromorph necromorphs i can't remember what they were called uh it's i think a, they're called it's a neko maid <laughs> <laughs> uh, i did not expect that from you to say that i got you manny i i know what you want i know what you want out of a game okay okay <laughs> okay so i'm gonna call it a necromorph because i can't remember if they were called that or not um Watch us get canceled for that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it just shows one of the... Uh, at the very end of the hallway, the eerie music, the screams, the screeches and stuff. And then it just shows, which I'm assuming it's going to be Isaac again, uh, since they're doing a remake. And just like getting ready to like go out and just like survive and stuff. And then you just see on the wall, just like in writing with blood, it says, cut off the limbs, which is... Basically, what you do in yeah. Dead Space. All right. So I'm really excited for that. So uh, they didn't say anything like when we're be, we'll be expecting and everything, but hopefully EA doesn't fuck it up. Were they in the previous ones? EA is the one who made the games. Okay. Um, so this is kind of like when we see well, sequels coming of animes. It's kind of like it's so good you. You hope the sequel doesn't fuck it up. I can't remember if EA made the very first one. I'd have to recheck again. But I know since with the third one, they try to make it look more military-like. Okay. All and right. I, and if I remember, they try to do a, some in-game transactions and stuff, which is what EA is oh. known for. I'd have to replay the game. I think, I mean, there's a lot of games that do that now. But no, but EA is the one most known for it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, that's that's unfortunate, but and just because of that, I think I'm gonna start replaying the games since I stole my PS3 and I have the games for the PS3. So I'm gonna touch. I'm gonna get my touch back into it. See see which games differ on terms of EA involvement with in-game transactions and how they try to make it shitty. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. But, <clears throat> All right. So you just don't want it to end up like, what is that cell phone game? Gation Impact or something? Oh, that's not a cell phone, a cell phone game. No? But you're talking about, no, that's a gotcha game. Um, and But isn't that one basically you're buying and they're just trying to get you to do microtransactions? That's a gotcha game for you. I mean, that's basically play to play, the same thing, right? That is what a gotcha game is. So, okay, so think of it this way. In the Asian countries, like Japan, China and stuff, 
gotcha games are very well known and and they're heavily played where you spend money you do like lottery systems casino systems to get armor weapons or characters based on luck and probability and everything yeah and rates and everything and so when genshin impact was introduced in the u.s not a lot of people know what gotcha games are in general so when that came into play here in the u.s a lot of people were thrown off that they had to spend money to play the game i was like it's a gotcha game like even if you it, it was kind of expected a lot of the people that know about gotcha games in the u.s already knew that how this game works because they know how, what gotcha well, games I think are most cell phone games are even like that now mm-hmm. yes a lot of the games are gotcha i mean um there was one game that we used to play i can't remember what it was called like the anime zombie i don't remember but i usually fall into a game play it for a little bit and then i i get bored <laughs> no it was like one of those like um explore games where you like you build your own uh, yeah, like city. a sim like a yeah, sim yeah you build your own city and everything your heroes and all that stuff and you play you do like a a wheel spin to see if you get certain a certain character or not correct correct so gotcha games are like that but more but more but more okay because see i kind of saw that one like a pay to play because you could play it but you wouldn't advance very well unless you were spending money and again that's what gotcha games are for or what they are actually okay so how would that differ from paying to play when dead space would try to do microtransactions we'll have to see unless they no okay so gotcha games are like there's a there's a new banner up there's like new characters, new new outfits, new skill sets, new ultimate moves and stuff. So you would spend money to in the hopes of getting that specific unit with the specific um, outfit and the specific um, move set and everything. So to build your team, your your unit, your family, all that stuff, and everything. But there are times where you will never get that character, regardless of how much you spend. I think there was a character in Genshin Impact that her name was Klee. And I think the guy actually spent, I think it was like $2,000 and he did not get her once. Holy crap. So again, it, it's 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 all by chance. Even if the more the more he kept uh, doing uh, roles to see if he would get the character or not, that they would increase the probability, I mean, he still couldn't get it. Couldn't, couldn't they develop like some kind of... Uh ai algorithm to kind of kind of analyze what players are more likely to spend more money and then adjust the probabilities in that sense so they can juice the players that are more likely to spend most money to make sure that they spend the most money because mm-hmm. they can you know obviously they're going to have transaction history and they're going to go oh this guy's not afraid to drop some money on this game so i'm gonna lower his probability because he's more likely to keep spending money to try to get this that they could do that, but I don't think they would do that. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I, I, I the, would those, if I was a business I know, owner. <laughs> I know. But those would probably be like company secrets. Who knows? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Com- company secrets, but it seems super easy to do. And yet, when I try to go for that one character that he said that he tried to go for, I got it on the first try. Do you spend money a ton all the time, though? No. The algorithm knows that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just gonna give you the taste that you need to keep you spending your low dollars mm-hmm. 
But if their algorithm is catching people who are consistently spending high dollars, they're going to fuck their algorithm up <laughs> to make sure they're juicing them for more money. Yeah. Because then he wouldn't have spent that two grand if they would have gave it to him after a hundred bucks. <laughs> Pretty much. No, but I think that he actually made a YouTube video about it. But it was it was just really funny how he just kept going and going and going, spending the money just to get her. But again, like I said, that's what gotcha games are. It's all based on luck, basically. Yeah. You're not you're not always guaranteed to get it. Whereas, where what what I'm thinking of like what EA could do with the new Dead Space remake is where oh you want the machine gun, drop like ten dollars and we'll give you. The machine gun plus like maybe a sticker, like a digital sticker. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be more like a actual purchase transaction. Yeah. Rather purchase. than kind of a gamble. So like, oh, you want a, you want a gun that does more damage and stuff and everything. Okay, pay this much. Oh, you want this armor that will give you max health or max, uh, oxygen tanks to walk in space and everything. Just get pay us this much and everything. All right. Got it. Got it. Well, yeah. Those those always suck, but. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see what they end up doing with it, right? Yeah. All right, Manny. What else you got, bud? Uh, and we are currently in Tokyo Olympics. Yes. So I've been trying to find articles for this, but uh, my my phone's just been acting stupid shitty right now. But I just saw a bunch of like articles and some photos and stuff. That's really interesting how Tokyo and Japan are actually trying to use anime songs to hype up morale and everything during the games. Okay, so that's like their battle songs? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so some of the songs that they were using like were from like Haikyuu. Um, I'm trying to remember. It's like, see, because my, my stupid phone wouldn't let me load these internet pages and stuff to, just to be able to see it and everything. I can't remember like what songs they were using. But for sure, I did see that they were using Haikyuu. Um, I think they might have used Akira. I'm not too sure. Okay. And... Think one of the I mean, other ones. Okay, well, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think of which ones would be remind me of the Olympics. <laughs> mm. Oh no, 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 no! The one thing I did see is that they actually had plans to use Akira and another anime as like the open, like for using for the opening. Like these were actually just like pitches that they were going to use, but it never went through. Oh, okay, okay. So Got now it. I just remember about the whole Akira part. Got it, got it. Yeah. Oh, so some of the songs that they use to hype up as well and boost morale and stuff, uh, Attack on Titan as well. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when is it that... I mean, anime is getting big now, but now with like the Olympics in Tokyo and everything in Japan, I'm pretty sure this is going to bring a, like, a huge influx of new people, a new wave of anime fans, especially into into our hobby and everything. For the Olympic stuff? Well, as an introduction. You think so? Maybe. You never know. I just feel like the, the crowd that's avidly watching the Olympics right now... Are asleep. Well, no, they're not the uh, they're not the crowd that's going to take an interest into I know. anime, you know? I know. But it's like an introduction, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they did use some of the, uh, the anime characters as ambassadors for the Tokyo Olympics. <laughs> Sailor Moon, I think uh, Goku, and there was a few others. I was trying to remember who else they picked. Like as well. digital holograms, or or just kind of like as video like, representations, like mascots representations for the for hosting the Olympics and everything. 
Okay. I think they also did Super Mario as well. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I love that they embrace it. Yeah. It would be like when we host the Olympics and it's nothing but muscle cars and bald eagles. <laughs> and AR-15s. AR-15s and a big <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I could smell the freedom and diabetes. Love it. <laughs> Another interesting photo that was uh, taken during the Olympics and everything. Um, I guess they were having like one of those conference, like those, those your your typical like uh, news commentators or news talk show hosts and everything, where they just like sit at a table and just talk about sports and everything, highlights and everything. Yeah. Uh, but this one, like they were like in a circle, uh, and they were just talking with amongst each other and stuff. And one of them was dressed as Jiraiya from Naruto. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. And he was covering women's volleyball or? <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's I wouldn't funny. be surprised in anything. But yeah, I thought that was just really funny and everything of what's going on with the uh, with the Olympics and everything. Yeah. Did you watch any of the basketball games? Uh, no. No? So one of the, the Olympics is kind of getting kind of weird right now, which is kind of the same for almost every, any, every time they do the Olympics in a faraway country on the other side of the globe is the biggest complaint is when can they watch the Olympics? Yeah. Well, I mean, time zones. Yeah. I mean, you can always get it streamed afterward though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people that want to watch live, s- live events, sometimes they can't watch it and it's next, you know, it's pre-recorded tapes that they just play and it's no longer live. So it yeah, you passed. already know the outcome. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't know what the process was for that outcome. Mm-hmm. And then for more other events, yeah, they do actual full live coverage and everything. But a lot of people are just trying to find ways to be able to watch everything live. Yeah. Hell no. I need my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I am good. I don't need to see it live. Okay. Okay. I was just asking if you watched the basketball games because we weren't doing too great. <laughs> oh, I did hear about it. Yeah, yeah. And I was watching some of the highlight reels and they were talking about like basically the rules that they use for the Olympics mm-hmm. are different from what we use in the NBA on our side, right? Mm-hmm. So you see our guys trying to set up for fouls everywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess I guess the NBA on our side is a little bit like soccer, you know? Yeah, soccer's a bitch. Oh, I mean, they're they're super dramatic about it. Yeah, but. <laughs> they, they're su- in soccer, they're super dramatic about everything. But like on the highlight reel, you can see them all setting up for fouls everywhere and just, you know, ref is not calling any of that shit. <laughs> so it, it's fucking them up, man. It's fucking them up. I want to see this. You want to see it? I want to see it. Look it up, dude. Look it up. Okay. They have a whole highlight reel about it. Okay. It's, it's actually kind of funny to watch because you can kind of see it like they they take it and they kind of wait like, Oh shit. <laughs> but all right, man. And did you see all the whole the whole controversy with the women's sports and everything that's going around? The controversy? No. So this was I think it was like the beach volleyball or beach handball sports and everything where the Olympic guidelines are where women have the women's teams have to wear extremely extremely small uh bikinis and everything whereas men are allowed to wear shorts and everything. But this year and I forgot which team it was but I think it was a European team uh, where they actually went out in full shorts and everything. Uh-huh. And they got fined for each member. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, so they're basically calling out the the Olympics for over-sexualizing of women during the sports and everything, which is kind of true, I'm not going to lie. I mean, there are some fucked up rules. Yeah, no, there, there um, is. I forget if it was during the winter, whenever they do like the swimming. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I, sorry, I do not follow it to that extent, mm-hmm. especially for swimming. Yeah. But it was like the uh, something about... The African American swimmers oh, wanted yes. they wanted a different head cap because it, you know the head cap is meant to cover up all your hair and obviously their hair is is much different than much more different and thicker and fuller. Yeah, so they can't use those types of caps. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to use like I guess a cap that's made for that hair type. And yes. they were telling them no. So it's it's there's a and it's like it's a fucking head cap, dude. I know it's serving the same function is just that people are built different. Exactly, they have different hair. Like, it's it's not a big thing, but yeah, there's there is a lot of weird stuff like that with it. Yeah, there's also gymnasts uh, from other countries as well that are wearing full uh, full suits for the gymnastics and everything instead of those like tight skimpy ones that they the leotards. Yeah, the leotards and everything. Uh, I mean, pr- uh, pretty much, it's a very good place to protest towards uh, sex over sexualizing women, especially. Okay. And uh, where was the announcer Jiraiya during all this? <laughs> <laughs> In the bushes. I knew it. <laughs> but uh, speaking of sexualization, we go towards our next headline. Don't tell me it's the Smash Brother guys again. No. Okay. We're watching you guys, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but this actually has to go towards Activision and Blizzard. Activision and Blizzard. All right. So Activision Blizzard, um, most of their most notable games are like Call of Duty, uh, World of Warcraft, you have Overwatch, and just many other games that they've made. Yeah. So they have actually just been handed a lawsuit by the California the state of California. And specifically their Department of EA, Fair Employment and Housing. Employment okay, so do they have like dorms for their employees or something? I'm going to assume so because they do have their own Blizzard campus in Irvine. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember... Campus, oh, so it's a school or... Yeah, it's all owned by Blizzard and everything. I don't have the full details, but like, do you remember where we used to go for Otaku Thursdays in Irvine? Uh, the throwbacks. Yes, I do. That's all. That whole area is owned by Blizzard. Really? I didn't yes. know that. Blizzard, the, the actual Blizzard building was actually across the street from where where we were no shit i did not know that yeah. at all okay yeah so the the suit came into follow where they were charged with like numerous where they had numerous complaints of so much sexual harassment towards the workforce specifically women and everything and more towards uh women of color Okay. Where they are given the title or, or given the, um, yeah, they were given a title that they created a frat boy culture of how they handle stuff, especially towards women. Um, just so much, uh, <clears throat> so much uh, sexual harassment in, in terms of like there were staff women, uh, women that are staff were just very high discrepancies towards pay towards their male counterparts. Um, there has been numerous situations where women that were pregnant and working at Blizzard where they were fired or demoted um, or just no longer given work or anything. And just women of color also just treated just horribly and just very 
uh, horrible conditions. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, there is a report that I saw in one of the articles where apparently a female staffer committed suicide apparently after she went on a business trip with one of her male sta- uh, co-workers where he brought along butt plugs and lube. Oh, jeez. Yes. All right. Well, way to bring the mood down, Manny. Yeah. So that that was actually interesting, but Activision and Blizzard are just frantically trying to deny any uh, any statement made against them, basically, at this point. And it, and it does show that they're kind of struggling and trying to, like, figure out how to deny everything so far because they had, all their social media accounts, like for Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and a bunch of other stuff, and their main pages on social media are just quiet at the moment. Okay, they're trying to wait for everybody to move on to another news story. <laughs> it could be. It could be. They're 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 just, they're trying to avoid that possibility of defamation, which is might not actually be defamation because it could be all true. Yeah, yikes, man! I thought it was going to be a little bit more lighthearted, like they forced the female employees to wear diva outfits to work or something. <laughs> uh, there there was some reports where they will do cubicle crawls. You know what a pool crawl is, correct? A pool crawl. So. I actually experienced my my own uh, pool crawl when I went to Nicaragua. But basically, you would go to a one pool, or what we did was at a hostel, and then just get party, just get drunk, party, and then another. And after an hour, go to another hostel that has a pool and just go party there. And then oh, okay. after yeah, an yeah, hour, yeah, yeah. you go there. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So you know. the the one of the activities apparently that they did in Activision that was reported, whereas is the male workers and staffers would just get drunk play video games and then just start crawling to cubicle to cubicle to to visit their co-workers and sometimes make derogatory uh language and possibly actually physically sexually harass some of the female workers while going to cubicle to cubicle like physically crawl yes (laughs) what the fuck yeah god damn some of the other uh, reports I've seen were as uh, people, uh, women of color, would only be labeled as temporary workers. They would never get a, te- a permanent position in the company. And one where she had a work. I mean, that might be all of Irvine. No offense. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I will agree on that. Yeah, I've been to Irvine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yikes, dude. Yeah. So. And some of the reports were like how women were actually kicked out of rooms specifically for um, like lactation rooms and everything. Okay. Just to be used as meetings or like game rooms and stuff for the for the male staffers and everything. That's that's weird because it's like there's not a lot like not every office has know, a room for lactation. So exactly. the fact that they would have it and then abuse it on them is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Because I've only seen that once. Yeah, it's it's really weird because there's there's lots of uh, women that used to work for this company coming out on social media. Now that um, Activision Blizzard are going quiet right now on social media to bring up uh, what they've experienced and everything, to just to make everything come to light and everything. Damn. So uh, at the moment, Activision and Blizzard are in fact right now denying any of the statements made by the Department of. Fair employment and housing right now, uh, brought along by the suit. Meanwhile, there was the one of the former Blizzard, I think, or former Blizzard Activision 
uh, executive where he made a statement saying that that they failed women when he so that kind of, yeah yeah so he kind of burned them yeah he did and there was another there was another department for the company also saying that they also failed uh, the company by letting this happen yeah okay so, so so it's just going more and more downhill yeah 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 so if anybody's really interested to learn more about this um i found everything on kotaku so if anybody's interested you can just go on kotaku.com and just check out more articles and more information about what's going on with activision and blizzard yep email me the link and i'll put it in the show notes yeah all right you got anything else to depress us with manny uh nope that's about it okay <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess, you know, I try really hard to try to find one. And lately, I've been having really good luck at finding a good transition story from our anime gaming into our cars. Really? Yeah. So this week, I totally forgot we had my dog in here. <laughs> <laughs> he's been quiet. He's been He's been good. He's a good boy. Coral, go to your house. Good puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I I really forgot he was in here. <laughs> All right. As long as he stays quiet, he can stay. <laughs> All right. So I actually found a um, an article about Nissan. So Nissan is t- teaming up with uh, Bandai Namco. Really? Yes. So Bandai Namco, they made... Uh, maybe you can assist me a little bit on this. They made... Pac-Man. They also made Tekken and Dark Souls. Yeah, the Dark Souls games. Yeah. So the team-up, right? So the Mm -hmm. team-up is actually with their sound engineers. Sound engineers. Yeah. So the idea behind it is that, or sound designers, I guess. Engineers, designers, whatever you want to call it, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea behind it is that, you know, warning sounds. You leave your lights on on the car and you get out. Mm-hmm. Or you leave your keys in the car and you get out, or you know you don't put on your seatbelt, you know, and you, and start, you start driving. Dri- I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, it, it basically their theory behind it is that Nissan they have these sounds right that mm-hmm. alert you for these things, and it's annoying as fuck, and everybody hates those sounds. It's annoying for me. I don't. Uh, you probably like you probably don't like really fully experience this, but I'm just moving the car around the property. And I have a lot of property. I think it's annoying because I don't need my fucking seatbelt. <laughs> Click it or ticket, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> it's my property. But uh, yeah, so these sounds get super annoying. Mm-hmm. So Nissan's idea is that they wanted to bring in Namco and their sound designing team to help create new warning sounds for their car. For Nissan's cars? For Nissan's cars. Huh. Which I think is actually a pretty good idea. But why Bandai and Namco? You know, it didn't really say why they chose them specifically. They just wanted something more musical and less harsh. So that, you know... But that's the whole point of an alarm, to alert you. It is to alert you, but a sound is still going to alert you, right? Without being annoying. I mean, if they're trying to make it more relaxing, I'm just going to fall asleep in the alarm. <laughs> You're going to leave it on the whole time? <laughs> no, I might fall asleep on the wheel again. 
Okay. And I'm well, just playing. Just try not to do that, but <laughs> you, you know, the goal is just to make it a better experience in your car, right? Mm-hmm. So they've actually went through and they've started developing these sounds for you know your seatbelt thing, for your headlights, for leaving your keys on, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So I think it's a kind of an interesting idea. So my question for you is. Manny, what are the so what are you know given Namco's gaming stuff? What are some other sounds they could use that would make this more hilarious? Hmm. Like they when, they did make the Dragon Ball Z games. Oh, did they? Okay, so they could probably use some infighting game grunts. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine just closing your door like a, like a fighting grunt. <laughs> Okay, all right. I can see that. That'd be a good one. Or how about um um how about when uh your car runs out of gas? It does that Wonka sound from the Pac-Man oh. when he dies. <laughs> <laughs> the Wonka sound when Pac-Man dies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh what else? What else can we think of? I'm about to check their list, see what other games they made. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We got the Naruto and everything. They did the Naruto games? They did a few. Like those, uh, what is it, the Shinobi something? Uh, so far I'm only seeing, yeah, yeah. Naruto Shippuden Storm 4, uh, Naruto to Boruto, um, quite a few others. They did some of the One Piece games as well. And interestingly enough, they did a Black Clover game, a One Punch Man game as well. So could the headlights be Kamehameha? They could be. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget. Or that would be high beam, huh? Don't forget, we could also think about Gundam, because Bandai Namco also did a lot of Gundam stuff. Oh, man. This can keep going on for a while. Exactly. Every gear shift. <laughs> mm-hmm. They need to make at least one prototype car like this. Mm-hmm. That would be great. And it'll be the 400Z. Ooh. Yes. I can see it. And didn't it come in like an orangish color? I think it did, yeah. Just tint it a little bit, make it a Pac-Man. We'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool little article. Like the, I'm sure there's other ones. I'm trying to really think about them to be honest. Like, or even what sounds that the Type R had. Mm-hmm. Like, I know if I left my key inside the car and I closed the door. It had a very loud, very screeching beep, 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 beep. It was, I fucking hated it. So if yeah, if they can make something a little bit to alert you and let you know and not be so fucking irritating, that'd be nice. That's the one thing I hate on my Mustang, and I'm pretty sure you've already experienced this since you've had one before. Is like when I'll have I'll leave the car on, but I'll, I'll walk outside with the keys, close the door, and just honks like fucking twice as loud. Yeah. So see the. I felt like the Type R was an upgrade from that. <laughs> and I fucking hated it because every now and then I get yelled at, stop fucking honking at us. <laughs> I was like, and I told my mom and I was like, it's just, it's, it's like, it's not even worth it trying to explain it to him. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, already, I already got yelled at. I don't want to, I don't want to continue it. So yes, the Mustang <laughs> does that super fucking irritating. The Type R I felt was an upgrade because it made this screeching beep at me, which was, I guess, better than the honking, you know? But let's fucking replace that with the Wonka Wonka of a fucking Pac-Man. Like, I'm fucking cool with that. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know how true it is, but I don't know if you heard about it either. 
how Tesla allows or, or is going to allow or already has allowed people to customize their horn sound. I mean, I think there's already people who do it just because there's already hacks for it, for everything. I know, but apparently Tesla was going to allow it. Okay. So one of the most <clears throat> interesting things is if you put the ludicrous song, Move, Bitch, Get Out the Way, <laughs> as your horn. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be funny. That would be very, very funny. But yeah, so that's kind of one of the interesting things I thought. I think it's a good step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Stop. Get rid of these annoying ass fucking sounds. I mean, for how, especially for how expensive cars are nowadays, we can do better than a fucking annoying beep. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the '80s. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, what else did I write up here? So, all right, I did a story two, three weeks ago about Ford trademarking the Skyline name, right? Yes. Okay. So, I'm gonna present something, and you're gonna tell me if Ford's being a dick. Or if GM's being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so is Ford secretly trolling or not, basically? Mm-hmm. So uh, 2012, GM came out with their Super Cruise and uh, some kind of other cruise trademark that they were developing for their autonomous driving, their self-driving tech, right? Mm-hmm. Now, they trademarked that, obviously, because that's what they're using for their autopilot stuff right now ford is coming out with their you know their hands-free driving system and they're calling it blue cruise blue obviously because the blue the the ford oval right yeah the blue oval now gm is filing a lawsuit um for pretty much trademark infringement because they're owning the, they say they own the rights to you using cruise for autonomous for autonomous or hands free driving. Yes. Now Ford's argument is, we have fucking cruise control. Cruise is a very common word used for this kind of stuff. Why don't you sue everybody that uses hybrid? You know what I mean? Like it's they're they're trying to say it's a common word. Fuck your face, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, yeah. So. What do you think? Do you think this is something that Ford's doing to piss them off? Or is GM just crying? Well, if Ford's just doing it to piss them off and GM is crying, it's 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 the same thing. Okay, well, does uh, GM have reason to cry? How's that? How is the cruise spelt for GM? They're both spelled the way it's correctly spelled. C-R-U-I... SE? Yes. Huh. Okay. I was thinking about like No, they didn't take the the car C U R Z E or yeah, something. Yeah, that's they what I was thinking. No, no, no. They didn't take that. It's both of them are literally spelled exactly how you would normally spell cruise okay. or how normally all manufacturers have cruise control. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, if if Ford really is just doing it just to troll G- uh, GM, props to them. <laughs> okay okay because i love a good troll okay i got you i don't think they were <laughs> you don't think they were no. i mean i don't even think they were either but if they were yeah I, I don't think they were because that's one of the gm's arguments saying that they did it intentionally they knew what they were doing kind mm. of thing 
And it's kind of like, it's not that close, dude. Like, I've never even heard of Super Cruise. And maybe this is just a whole thing of marketing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just to get GM's name out. Yeah. Like, that's the way I feel like it's coming out. But they're taking it to court. And, I'm, and it makes me wonder, like, what are what's the cost to actually pay the lawyers to write up this kind of BS and submit it into the courts and pay their fucking court fees or whatever versus, like, doing actual commercial advertising and promotion? Mm-hmm. Does it act, is it actually cheaper to do this kind of frivolous lawsuit and just have, you know, news articles or car articles write shit about it? <laughs> it probably would be cheaper because you're only paying a lawyer just to write up, document it, and present it towards the court. Whereas a marketing um, campaign, you would spend thousands, maybe millions of dollars just to get it promoted. Yeah, besides even just creating it, right? Because you got to create content for it, hire actors, producers, Mm -hmm. all that kind of shit, right? Yep. So maybe just going, all right, lawyer, you know this is a bullshit job. I'm going to pay you good either way, but write this BS stuff and send it into the courts. Mm -hmm. And we'll wait. (laughs) Let them do the work for us, right? So Make national headlines and everything. Yeah. (laughs) So in the spirit of making fun of stuff just like we did right now with the uh nissan and namco mm-hmm. all right what are some things some other things that car companies can sue each other over can sue each other over so to get us started ford could counter sue gm because they're using super cruise and ford owns super because they don't know what super is because of Ford's super duties Ooh. 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 <laughs> the Super Duty F- F-250s and stuff, right? Yeah. Isn't that the same concept? <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so what are some other things that they could sue each other over? <sighs> this is tough. I didn't think about this now. I know, I know. Sorry, I, I thought of doing this and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to put you on the spot here. <laughs> It doesn't even have to be cars. We can go like uh, we can go Bob haircut Karen suing GM over the trademark of suburban. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's true. Damn Karens and their suburban homes. Yes, yes, yes. Hmm. I guess we'll leave it at that, man. <laughs> Or, like, travelers that sue Ford for having the name Explorer when they don't explore. Yeah, yeah. Or Henry Ford. I don't know if you ever... There's, like, a meme where they have Henry Ford and they replace it with all of Ford's um, different cars. Because, you know, he played Indiana Jones and all these other oh, action jobs. Harrison showed- Ford. Oh shoot! Why did I say fucking Henry? <laughs> That's Ford? What, I got so thrown up. When I you said sorry. Henry Ford. Yeah, no, I got I got stuck on Ford yeah. in my brain. Yes, yes, yes. Harrison Ford. <laughs> yes, because I'm stuck with all fucking Ford, Ford, Ford in my brain. But yeah, they had like the, it's like Ford. the moment you said Indiana Jones. Like wait, 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 wait. Yeah, oh, come back, come back. I'm stuck in my Ford head right now. But it was like a whole meme where it had Ford Explorer, Ford Expedition. <laughs> it just had pictures of him everywhere. He could be suing Ford now. Ooh, that is true. Then he actually could make. Henry Ford money. (laughs) 
But yeah, maybe we'll start doing that with some of these articles, breaking, kind of making fun of them at the end. Because mm-hmm. sometimes these things are just freaking ridiculous, man. Yeah. But let's move along to a little bit of stories, Manny. Yes. So I wanted to talk about speeding tickets. And why did you want to bring up the past? Um, mostly to make fun of it too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So Manny. Have you had an experience with getting a speeding ticket? Twice. Twice. It's actually not too bad. All right. So, what was your what, what car were you driving when you got your first speeding ticket? First one, I had a 2003 Toyota Camry XLE. Okay. All right. That's pretty low key, actually. It is. It it's is super low key to be getting one. And it was a nice car. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the XLE is a extra luxury edition, yes, right? It yeah. Was. Yeah. Yeah, so um, honestly, I wasn't even paying attention. I was going downhill. My foot was just kept getting more and more planted. I'm like, and then I look out to the distance and I see the lights turn. I was like, oh, shit. I look down. Oh, shit. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. It's like, oh, fuck it. So the moment I passed him, I just like parked and just waited for him to come, to come up to the window. Like I legit like parked right in front of him where he was posted and stuff. I was like, it's like. Here's the paperwork. You caught me. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I was not, like, I was zoned out. So he didn't even pull out to start no. driving to you? No. So if you would have kept going, in theory, you could have played dumb and got away, maybe? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it, it, it was a cop on a motorcycle. You, can't, oh, you really can't yeah, get away no, from them. No, no, you can't. No. Yeah, and they're going to give you a ticket automatically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that's why I just started giving the paperwork already. I was like, I didn't want to fight it because I knew yeah. I was going to lose. You just told him, obviously, I'm in a rush. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about the second one? The second one, uh, so it was when I had my Ram 1500, the big horn. Okay. I had a vehicle going 25 in front of me on a 55. Okay. And it was just getting really, really annoying just being in behind him and stuff. And it, we got to a point where the road opened up to become a two-lane road for our side of the traffic just for a bit to so you can pass slower traffic before it merges into one lane traffic again okay so the moment it became two-lane traffic i just jumped over floored it and just passed them and was already going to start slowing down because traffic was already building up where the where the lanes merge again and the moment as i get closer i just see the lights turn up behind a bush i was like fuck <laughs> and i'm like shit and i look at my speed i'm like fuck i went over 25 so i was screwed i had the points on my record for three years i can't do traffic school with it oh okay okay and that sucks mm-hmm. and yeah i mean he was still being an asshole i was about it. i was like i was like so what's your excuse he's like, i was fucking behind a slow ass car i was like yeah good one you were trying to pass all the traffic i was like yeah of course <laughs> just went off did my ticket and just gave it to me and i just went off i was like okay all right all right so i've only gotten one but i've been pulled over for speedy <laughs> <laughs> probably about 15 times or so <laughs> i'm not sure why but it's always been okay hmm just about always Okay. And I'm not sure if it's because, like, almost all of these was in a Fox body. (laughs) 
I never got ticketed in the Fox body mm-hmm. ever. And one of the ones that I got caught for was literally taking off from a stoplight and peeling out across the intersection. Like I was gone. <laughs> like you thought it was a drag race. Loki, I was kind of drag racing. This uh, <laughs> was a very long time ago. I was very young, <laughs> but I guess the, the cop heard the peel out, turned the corner and I fucking passed him going pretty fucking fast. <laughs> And, um, no, he didn't give me a ticket. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I did not get my first speeding ticket. Shit. Until I was like 24. Okay. And it was in the spec V Sentra. And I was so pissed because like, like I've had a lot of different cars, right? But I never kept like a Japanese car for a very, very long time. Most of the time I had them was because I was flipping them. Like I'd mm-hmm. buy them, fix them up, yeah. sell them. Um, but this was the first one I'd, or second one actually, because I had a, a Q45. So this is the second one I actually decided to hold on to and keep because I liked it. I fucking enjoyed the car. I had it for like three months, four months, and I got a fucking speeding ticket for casually driving at 80 miles an hour on the freeway. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, all the bullshit I've done in the past, and I've never gotten a fucking ticket. I get this car for four months, and I get one. It's probably It probably just is bias. Oh, there's absolutely a bias. That's kind of why I wanted to bring it up, because it's, it's just so insane how, how one-sided it really is. But no, I've never, never gotten one until I, I got that fucking Nissan. And I think other than that, I don't think I've been pulled over for speeding since then, actually. Yeah, I've only been pulled over twice, and it was just for those two moments of speeding. Ah, so see, regular pullovers has been a lot for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe a story for another day, but I used to drive a 93 Caprice wagon. So that's the station wagon Caprice Classic. And it was like the first car I really kind of built and modified, you know? Yeah. And I used to date a girl that lived in the hood. <laughs> Man, did I get pulled over. <laughs> it was literally at least three times a month, maybe. Mm-hmm. Almost every week, every other week almost. To the point where, like, you know, you're driving one direction, the cop's driving the complete opposite direction, they're doing full U-turns. And you're cruising, like, I'm not doing anything, you know? They just see the car and they were just doing full U-turns to pull me over. (laughs) It was a very love-hate relationship with that car. (laughs) So, is there prejudices for cars? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) But anyways, on to our last thing. And our last thing is, was it a hack job? Was it a hack job? So, I I mean, I'm, I'm really terrible with posting content on Instagram and stuff. I know we really should be better at that. But I posted one picture of the Crown Vic on a tow truck. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and I, I should have took more pictures and videos as I did, like, the diagnosis and repair and on, on everything. But... Like I said, I'm really bad at that. I don't really think about it till 
way after the fact, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, I left work uh, last week and uh, jumped on the freeway, and I started smelling some sweet, obviously. Coolant leak, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't overheating, but I smelled it, and then all of a sudden, I got it going through my vents. Ooh. Like really, really quickly, really, really quickly. So, so you were just hotboxing in there, kind of. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it started overheating very, very quickly, which you know struck me as odd because normally you can smell the sweet and you have time to get over and you're you'll gradually overheat, right? Yeah, gradually, yes. This shot up really quickly, which which told me that there was a big, big leak that just dumped everything out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <clears throat> I've done it before, million times. It's a little bit embarrassing to to kind of say what happened, but you know I'm gonna say what happened. <laughs> so, normally when I'm in my old shit boxes and it starts to overheat, you put it in neutral, you turn it off, you're coasting while it's off, and you start pulling over. Right, let it cool off. I don't want it to get hot and start popping head gaskets or some shit. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> so, I get my blinker on, I go to try to turn it off, and put myself into neutral, right? And I'm on the far left lane next to the fast track, Ooh. on the 91 freeway. This is on my way home. Ooh. Yeah, it's still early, so I'm before it's getting, before it's like heavy traffic, because I leave pretty early. And as I'm starting to pull over to the right, a car, two cars, like a car behind me or two cars behind me, pulls out, pulls to the right lane over, and just mashes it. And I mean, like, takes off, like he, because you know, obviously, I turned off the car, I started to slow down. He moves over, mashes it while I'm trying to merge over into that lane. <clears throat> so obviously, I have to kind of jerk back into my lane because he just cut me off from there, right? And that's why I say it's a little bit embarrassing, but. As I cut back over into the left lane, I moved my left hand while I was trying to go into neutral. I moved my right hand with it. Ooh. Yeah. And I threw that bitch in reverse. <laughs> Full wheel lockup. Like, <laughs> um, I, luckily, I kept it from like, it, it got a little bit loose when the wheels locked up. Mm-hmm. But I didn't fishtail or spin out, but I went full wheel lockup, and my shifter turned into butter. That's fun. It's super fun. Super, super fun. And That is super fun, <clears throat> especially on the 91 freeway. Oh, yeah. I was excited. It was great. It was a good, it was a good time. At least it wasn't like me. Why? Try, try having your shifter become like butter in Big Bear Mountain. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> So, I call AAA, and AAA has to get CHP because they have to pull the car out of there, right? Because at this point, I can't even put it into drive. The mm-hmm. whole thing is just butter now, right? It's just slipping through all the gears like nothing. Yeah. So, CHP uh, actually never shows up. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh. No. You know they have that um, the freeway tow trucks? Yes. The just to get you out of the way kind of thing? He shows up. And he hooks me up, and I kind of tell him what happened, and I told him, like, I can't pull it out of gear. It locked up. I'm very certain those rear wheels are locked up. And he just goes, 
no problem, but I'm going to have to drag you. <laughs> so he hooks up the front and literally drags my car across all four lanes over to the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So now I'm on the phone with AAA, and I'm just like, okay, well, I need to get this shit home. I need to get this thing out of here, you know? <clears throat> And this is why I said, you know, one of the bad sides about living in the boonies, no fucking tow truck company wanted to send anybody out. To where you, to your house. Yep. Ooh. So one company showed up just to pull me off of the shoulder. And they uh, they pulled me out right there off of a, what is that, a Weir Canyon? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're Canyon. That's basically like your Belinda. Yeah, that is. So they pulled me out of there and they dropped me off at like a Pet Boys parking lot. <clears throat> and they're like, you know, AAA will call you and they find somebody to take you all the way out to your house because nobody wanted to drive out there. <laughs> they wanted to like make <clears throat> the money and now that it's going to get busy time right now for traffic. Yeah, yeah. They want the short trips because in all reality, traffic's building up. That's a long drive. They're going to be out of a driver for a while. Yeah. Which, you know, I get, but that's, I guess, one of the, the shitty things about me having a long commute, right? So, I start going, all right, let me figure out what the fuck's wrong with this car. Um, luckily, because it was all butter, I went underneath to check the, the uh, shifter linkage, and that popped off. Ooh. I was like, oh, great. Maybe I can get this bitch out of out of park or wherever whatever gear it got fucking stuck in, and then I can see if my transmission is totally fucked or not. <laughs> so I get my little shitty fucking uh, scissor jack out, and uh, I have luckily I had a jack stand in there too, and I pick up the rear and I choke the front wheels. Yeah, get underneath there with a pair of pliers, and I turn you know I turn the car on and I start shifting it. I got reverse and drive. <laughs> Which is great, because I was afraid I blew up that transmission. At least he didn't pull a Sparky. What's that? Just no reverse. You know, I thought about that for a second. <laughs> I did think, like, fuck, man, am I even going to have, you know, am, is, am I going to go to reverse and it's going to be gone, or drive and it's going to be gone, but... Is this the new VQ? Right. <laughs> no, I'd fix mine. No. Oh, ooh, ooh yes, yes. Yes. But, uh... So I got all my gears, they're working, they're functional, I put it into neutral, and I just kind of leave it there, right? I figured, okay, it's in neutral, now at least the tow truck won't have to drag it up or drag it down, you know? He can he can actually uh, load it up like normal and just tie it off, right? Yeah. Dude, I'm there for fucking hours. <laughs> so I'm like trying to figure out what's going on with uh, with the overheating, you know? But it's super hot, and the engine's super hot, and I'm like, fuck it. I'll figure it out later. First things first is going to be fixing that thing. Um, unfortunately, the Pet Boys right there off of uh, Weir Canyon, they were, like, liquidating everything. Really? Yeah, apparently they're getting bought. At least that. I don't know if it's the whole company, but at least that specific one is getting bought out, and they're just going to move. Huh. So they had, like, no parts there. I was like, fuck. Like... <laughs> Just your luck. Yeah, like if I'm going to be here for a long time, it would have been great if they had parts and I could have started working on it, you know? Yeah. But they didn't. I don't get home till like almost 8 o'clock. And then I have to make my wife super uncomfortable because they drop the car off on the street and I make her sit inside the car while I jack the whole car up, put it into drive, and make her hold on the brake while I lower the car so I could drive it back up. <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> So I spend the next day trying to fix it. 
and this this is where uh this is where i i, I kind of want the opinion is it hack or not mm-hmm. so shifter linkage bushing is a very hard bushing that goes from uh, your shifter cable to an arm. Mm-hmm. Then from that arm, it connects to another shifter arm that's actually going inside of your transmission. Yes. Now, I kind of made my own little rig to press the bushing into the shifter, the shifter arm, right? That connects to the cable. Because I found the bushing. I did find the bushing. So I was like, cool, here's the bushing. Let's fucking rock and roll, right? I press it into there with... Uh, <laughs> With a C-clamp and a socket. I, I know this is an audio medium. And I'm going to do my best to describe it. But <laughs> <laughs> basically the socket's big enough so that the bushing can go inside the socket without it impeding. Okay. And I'm able to use the C-clamp as a base and a presser. Okay. To press it into the first arm. Success. <laughs> now the second one obviously is going to the arm that's attached to your transmission. You know, I have my catalytic converter and everything right there, and it's tucked fairly up high. I see no way of pulling out that shifter arm from the transmission, obviously, without dropping the whole transmission pan and figuring out, you know, how it slips out of the gears, you know? Yes. <clears throat> so I'm looking up videos on YouTube or whatever, and I'm seeing, like, that there's a special tool from Ford that you use to press it in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, fuck that. <laughs> So I think about trying to do a socket again, right? Another socket to slip over and put an extension on and see if I can just kind of love tap it in with like a little hammer, right? Just push on it and kind of love tap it, love tap it, use itself to kind of push itself in. I rip it. Ooh. It, it's a $7 fucking part, right? Still. Yeah. So I go, I leave. I'm like, all right, no big deal. I'll go grab another one. I take off. I go buy two. <laughs> I go buy two. I buy one from AutoZone and I stop by O'Reilly's. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's try this again. I fucking, like, you know, I'll go softer, right? I'll go softer. I'll go softer. I've ripped both of them. I fucking greased them. I tried everything I can think of to try to get them in there. And I ripped both of them now. So now I'm down three. <laughs> Damn. So I'm like, fuck, how am I supposed to get this done, you know? And obviously, now that the Type R is gone, I don't want to daily the Fox body. I need my car running again. Mm-hmm. So, is it hack or not? <laughs> what I did is I had some hose, not water hose. It is a it is the hard rubber for like a uh, for like an e-vape line. Yeah, and it's a little bit thicker. And mind you, this bushing is not a big bushing. So what I did is I found some hose that I have that slips over the nipple of that arm, right? Because the arm that's attached to the transmission has a nipple. And then the arm that's to the cable has uh, basically the female end, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a flat bar. So I find a hose that slips over the nipple pretty tight and is thick so that it doesn't go all the way through the arm with the female. So I find that one and I kind of shave it just enough so that the female can slip over it so now in a sense i kind of made my own bushing but obviously it doesn't have the grooves to lock into the nipple yeah so i grab an e-clip and you know what an e-clip is right yeah i know what an e-clip is so i put an e-clip over the nipple and i clamp it shut mm-hmm. and i call that repair <laughs> okay no that's hack it, that's it's hack, hack. <laughs> that's hack. <laughs> all right all right fuck you baby all right so that's hack 
we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> I mean, I, we, me and my dad have done that many times on some of our tractors and our yard trucks and everything. So attack. Attack. All right. It's it's basically what we call a Mickey Mouse. Is it? All right. Okay. Yeah, you can so kind of, you can kind of say it. Let's go into part two. Okay. So this is part two of Hack or Not. <laughs> so I got this done. I'm going through gears. I'm turning on. I'm going through all my gears. I'm good to go. Um, I did take me a little while to figure out the uh, electric module to let it know when it's in park so you can safely start. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to figure that out because it, it wouldn't start unless it was in drive. <laughs> really? I think that's just because I was trying to figure out what the heck was going on with it. Because I've never really messed with that stuff before. This, this was at my this first point, time. At, at this point, it kind of sounds like you're trying to pop the clutch. Right? <laughs> well, I've never messed with that specific repair before. This was new to me, right? Mm-hmm. So I should have paid more attention of what position it was in when I took it apart. Right? So I think I took it apart when it was in drive or when it was in drive and I put it back together when it was in park or something like that, right? So it kind of fucked it all up and I had to like remove it, turn it, put it back on and remove it and turn it and put it back on until I got it into the right position. It was okay. fucking pain in the ass. But now that that's going, I start going, all right, what dumped all my coolant out, right? Oh, yeah. I was about to ask about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why it overheated so quickly, right? So <clears throat> I pull out my uh, my radiator pressure tester, right? And I start filling it up, filling it up, filling it up, filling it up. And, you know, I'm getting ready to, you know, you basically you fill up the system as much as you can with water. You put your little thingy on there and you start pressurizing it. Coral, down. Go to your house. Sorry. Good boy. Stay in your house for a little bit. We're almost done. All right. So I start filling it up. And going, okay, I'm going to pressurize it, find wherever this big-ass leak is from, and go from there. Because I didn't see anything obvious, you know? I didn't see anything obvious on the radiator hoses or anything. And as I'm filling it up, I tend to squeeze the the radiator hoses to help burp some air and get it more water in, right? Yeah. I hear it start spilling. So I'm like, cool, I'm not going to need this tester after all. Like, there's something obvious right here, and I hear it spilling towards the back of the engine. At first, I'm thinking heater core. Okay. And I will be honest, I'm not changing a heater core on that old piece of shit. (laughs) But what if it gets the winter? We're in California, Manny. It ain't that bad. (laughs) I will bypass that shit all day long. But no, it was not the heater core. Both... Both hoses on the heater core seem to be fine. The nipples coming out of the firewall seem to be fine but one of them's not connected. Mm. So the heater the heater blah, the heater core hose that's coming out of the firewall and into the block of the motor is off. And I'm like, dude, did it just pop off? Like I thought maybe the the clamp failed or something. Yeah. I look inside and the whole nipple is inside the hose. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm like, "Oh, that's not good." <laughs> So I'm like, okay, where did this hose go? And I see where it's broken off at. So there's a insert, or not an insert, but basically it's a nipple that comes that comes through the block, right? Because it's actually cooling down the heads and the block and everything. And it's going up through the plastic of the intake manifold. And that's where it comes out. And that's where it completely snapped off. Ooh. 
Yeah. So I'm looking up what it takes to repair this thing. And that's basically dismantling the top end down to the heads. Sounds about right. Yep. So that's, you know, fuel rails, injectors, intake manacle, manifold, valve covers, eh, the whole, whole top end, basically. <laughs> the whole thing. And I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and it's a plastic piece. And, you know, I guess over the years of heat and everything, it's gotten brittle. So, you know, I get my needle nose pliers and I pull it, pull the nipple out of the hose. And I'm able to break it between two fingers. Damn. Yeah. This is why I like old cars like the Fox Body where everything's metal and heavy. <laughs> I will agree on that. I will Instead agree of on plastic that. and brittle. like, So I'm like, damn, this one little plastic piece is going to make me tear apart this whole thing. <laughs> now, I am, I am a person that while I'm there, I'm going to do a lot of shit, you know? So if I'm going to do this teardown, I'm going to replace as much as I could out of it, right? Because I don't want to have to do it again. Now, I don't want to do that in the first place, though. <laughs> I don't want to have to do the whole teardown right now, you know? The car's fairly low mileage for that kind of teardown right now. So, here comes my hack. <laughs> you um, paid somebody. No. Hey, that's actually probably a better hack, but... <laughs> no. So, what I did is I drained the coolant, or the water at this point, right? I drain it out, let it dry, and I take some measurements. I get my little mini hacksaw, and I cut it flush. What's left over of that brittle, junky fucking um, tube, right? That nipple tube. And then I get my Dremel kit. And I Dremel and scuff it out for, excuse me, <clears throat> a little bit over three-eighths. Okay. Now, the idea is that I'm taking a brass plumbing line. It is a brass 3-8 to half-inch threaded nipple. And I grab, you know, every hacks fucking tool, JB Weld. <laughs> so, the idea is that I dremel it out to the exact size of the OD of that nipple. So... I coat it with JB and I screw that nipple inside of that insert of where that nipple, where the stock nipple used to be, right? Yes. And I let the JB obviously harden and whatnot, do its thing. Now the half inch threaded side is almost a perfect for the ID of the heater hose. I let it dry. I connected my hose together, refilled my coolant. And I have been driving it ever since. <laughs> Was it hack? I wouldn't say it's a hack. Maybe. Maybe? What makes that one not a hack versus my no, yeah, no, homemade uh, bushing? <laughs> no, because you basically made a homemade con uh, nipple connector and everything. I made well. a homemade bushing, too. Yeah. No, I mean, pretty much just hacks, honestly. You think it's a hack? I think if it's an actual part... That wasn't supposed to be there. I wouldn't consider it a hack. But if it was like something homemade, yes, it's a hack. Okay. So the nipple is is a hack or not hack? I would say it's a hack. You'd say it's a hack? So I won't push back on my shifter linkage because I'm probably going to have somebody do that for me because <laughs> I don't trust it either. Okay. 
it's working for now, and at least I don't have to drive the Fox body to work. Because mm-hmm. I don't have the tow truck yet to start driving to work as a backup, right? Yes. But it's fine for now. I will be doing a correction on that one, because I actually do agree with you. That is a little bit hacky. <laughs> but it works to get me going, at least. It does. Now, I will argue about my brass nipple being hacked. The reason being is because it's technically stronger than factory at this point. It's still a hack. How is it still? Like, I'm talking about not like a hack, like a cheat code. I'm talking about just like a hack job. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe we had a whole different thing yeah, going yeah, on here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. I'm talking about like a hack job. Okay. I, I, okay. So, yes, I do agree my bushing is a, is a fucking hack job, but it's on the road, and I'm going to fucking take it to somebody deal with that stupid specialty thing. I don't want to fuck up a transmission, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't want to remove that arm, or we'll see. But, yeah, I think my brass nipple wouldn't fall under hack job just because it's stronger than factory. So that is my argument for that one. <laughs> okay. No, I, I understand what you mean now. Okay, all right, all right. I mean, given I would have liked to find a different nipple, uh, just because the one that I found, I didn't, it wasn't super, super long. I would have wanted it to be a bit longer just so I can get that uh, that seal with the JB screwing into it mm. a lot deeper into there. I mean, it's fucking strong. It's JB well. It's not going anywhere. It, you know yeah. I mean? yeah, it's not going over the, anywhere. I've already ran it with AC. I've already... Um, Heated the car up on the on the way here. Obviously, I waited till I got close. <laughs> Once I got close to home, I gassed the fuck out of it to see if I can get it hot with some pressure or something and break it. But I mean, if you want maximum sealant power, it would be basically Gorilla Glue. All right, Manny. Okay. <laughs> That'll be the temperature. That'll cold down the temperature for sure. But, yeah. So, I mean... It's not going anywhere. Just for my own thing in my head, I feel like I would have been more comfortable with a longer brass fitting. But basically what I did is I replaced the Ford OEM plastic with a brass fitting. Yes. And funny enough, there is an upgrade for that. When you, Whenever they break, there's an upgrade for that where they replace it with a brass tube. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I found that I found that after I was like, oh look, they did the same shit. Just obviously it's a full tube rather than me with a fucking threaded nipple. <laughs> uh, and again, once I once uh when the day comes that I have to rip apart the top end and start refreshing everything, of course I'm gonna break that fucking shit off and probably go get that brass tube. Yeah, definitely. Just because I know it's gonna fight me getting the intake manifold off. But I think for now it serving its purpose better than OEM (laughs) for being a hack job. (laughs) But all right, Manny, why don't we call that an episode? Yes. And why don't you tell the people where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave a review. And if you want to send us an email, got some questions or some death threats, you can email us at unacceptedpodcasts at gmail.com. And with that, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Johnny. Koro. Abwa. Good boy.